You'll never make your 10th project if you didn't start somewhere. So just start somewhere. And even if you fail, but having, having worked out that muscle of having an idea and going for it, that's the win. Things that I would really like to know from successful people. I'd love to hear on how they got to be where they are. A lot of the times, the only challenges we hear is just what they went through up until they break through. I am interested in knowing more about how to be more productive and how to be more financially stable. People who always look beyond the circumstances, I think I find a great deal of inspiration from that. Where you are today does not really have to be a reflection of where you're going to be tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Impilo Beyond the Spotlight podcast, where we talk to the movers and shakers about life in the limelight and life behind the spotlight. I'm Lucia Dramat, and the person I'm talking to today is a creative. He's talented. He has danced on stages all around the world. He has choreographed. He has mentored. He has taught. He's been on judging panels. He's championed dance around the world. He's none other than Alexander Chang. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Um, yeah, and it's sunny today and, and I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I was just about to ask you, what does it look like outside? Because I'm in Cape Town in the Western Cape. It is freezing cold. We've had a crazy rainstorm all day and I've been parked in front of the fireplace. So it's the complete opposite where you are. Oh, no. Does it does it rain there a lot? Um, in winter. Okay. Yes, but we're quite happy because about three years ago, we had a drought and we were heading for day zero. So we're happy that there's rain. Okay. Let's dive straight in. I think there's so much we want to learn from you. Your career is so amazing. And it's just so wonderful to watch people do what they're passionate about and, 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 and guide other people on their journey. So first off, your career has brought you on many stages around the world. I saw just last year you were up the road from us in Egypt. Yeah. And you've been on TV. You've worked with amazing people, the Sean Kingstons, the B2Ks. You have done all of this. Let's reminisce just for a little bit. Can you share three great career moments with us? Yeah, so I'll start with my favorite. Um, my favorite career moment was choreographing and working with the Backstreet Boys. So, yeah, they're legends and icons. And if you're young, you might not know who they are. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they're one of the, you know, they're an iconic boy band. And I never thought I would ever work with them. And then I got an opportunity to choreograph for them. And I wow. ended up choreographing a part of their tour and their Las Vegas show and, and a music video. So and it was also the best part about it was like their camp. So their director... I, I mean, the best thing is the guys are are, are so cool. And yes. they're just like, um, they've been in the spotlight for so long. So now they're just like, they're just such like real awesome people, you know? Um, that was the best. The second thing is just everyone that was working on the project was just iconic. They, they are all legends. So I learned so much. Like I learned years worth of knowledge in like weeks. Wow. Um, just, just from being around so many veterans. So that's my first... I think second was um, I worked on um, I worked for Disney for a year doing um, that's so so it used to be that's so Raven but now it's called Raven's Home oh yes and that was just fun because it's so legit like it's such a high budget and 
there's so many people a part of the process. So I was just a choreographer, but um, yeah, it's just, it's so much fun being a part of such a big team. Yes. Uh, so that, that was Dis- Disney. And then my last or my third favorite moment probably was, was my company at home. Um, my dance crew, just like starting a crew from when I'm 16 years old to like 21. And my crew was like competing around the world and, um, like winning some really epic competitions. Amazing. Yeah. That was another one of my favorite moments. Um, just achieve, like setting your mind to something and just achieving it. Absolutely. Okay. So you have danced with the stars basically. Tell me, when did you start dancing? Was it like three years old? You watched Michael Jackson and you busted a move and it went from there. What's your dance story? So that's some people's story. Yeah, most people is like they were watching a music video or, you know, they started dancing. I mean, this generation is probably from YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. That's why they started dancing. Um, I'm just, I'm just, okay. I, I don't know what it is, but for me, uh, I went to my little sister's dance recital when I was, I think I was like 13. I was just a cool, cool boy. Um, and I saw these guys on stage dancing. I thought it was so cool. And then I started break dancing. Um, and then I started doing hip hop. And I think I just got more attention because I was a guy. Like I was, you know, in the front or, um, yeah, I just felt like seen and I just liked it. And then I started dancing more. So I started when I was 13. Yeah. So most people start when they're young. Um, and some people also start when they're like 20 something. Uh, so yeah, but that was my journey. Okay. So we know where you started and I think let's just get to know you a little bit more about your personality before we go into the rest of the questions. And I have a lot. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you a bit of a fire round. Tell me which one you like most Ooh. and or which suits you most. Okay. I love this. Clothing, monochrome or color? Monochrome. Tea or coffee? Tea. Oh. Picnic on a mountaintop or seaside? Ooh, maybe seaside. Okay, sitting around a fire with friends or going to the hottest new restaurant with friends? Hottest new restaurant. (laughs) Summer nights or rainy winter afternoons? Summer, 100%. (laughs) Okay, a lock up and go apartment or a house with a big stoop wrapped around the whole house? House, for sure. Okay, then a piano or a guitar? Um, guitar. Baggy or skinny? Baggy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that, I thought that. I saw your Instagram and I knew you were yeah. going to go with baggy. Okay, let's dive into the past year. I. Okay. It's been such a crazy year. I mean... Yeah. Not just COVID-19 and lockdown, right? That's just one part. And then the whole world shuts down. That's one part. And then there's been all these issues, the craziest issues coming up all over the world. There's gender-based violence. There's Black Lives Matter. There was just all this stuff happening everywhere. And everyone's on social media. So the world feels so small and everyone feels so part of everything that's happening. And then there was also people isolated and they were in their little bubbles. Mental health issues came up. Um, Extroverts weren't going out. And, you know, that was crazy. So there was a lot going on. Tell me, what was the last year like for you? Yeah, um, it almost feels like the last year and a half now, right? Yes. Yeah, so I was actually on a teaching tour. I was, yeah, teaching in Germany, um, England, France, 
Egypt, Greece, Italy, yeah, like I was on a whole teaching tour and then everything started, everything started happening. And then the government, the USA borders were like, we're closing, you know, we're closing our borders and COVID was just like, it was the, it was kind of like the freak show moment. And then I was in the middle of teaching a whole tour, booked a flight last minute, flew to LA for like the final cutoff date. So my, that I went to an extreme to another extreme. Um, I think dance is so like communal or I think any, a lot of art forms, they're so communal. So when you take away the people, uh, it takes away a lot of the fun and a lot of the why of why you do it. I know a lot of like artists, like singers, my friends, like Mm -hmm. they loved it because they were in the studio just going ham, you know, with their like three, with their producer, with their writer, with their, you know, support person or their team. Yes. Yeah, but for me it was hard. And and I'm like an extreme extrovert. So Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it felt like all the things that I loved were all being taken away from me. <laughs> um and then it was it was too comfortable. Like it was like just stay in your house, you know. Uh yeah, but I picked up a lot of fun hobbies. Like I started cooking a lot. I started rock climbing. Um I started reading. So yeah, but it sucked. I'm not going to like the last year and a half has kind of sucked, but there's been a lot of beauty um, and a lot of cool things that have happened. Like, I think, I think I've got to know myself more. Um, I got to reflect like, what do I really, really like to do? And what am I doing? Just because I've been doing it for the last five years. What has it taught you that will definitely change the way you look at life or impact your life going forward? In an interview, actually, someone that said like, what's one piece of advice you would give your younger self? And I love um, someone I look up to, his name is Erwin McManus. And he said that, you know, when he gets his question, if he looked back, uh, he said he would, it's to start living a life of meaning. Um, And I love that so much, like live a life of meaning sooner. And another, my second one for myself is just, yeah, a lot of the people that you care about and a lot of the opinions, they're not going to be in your life in 10 years from now, you know? So you really, I'm really learning just to uh, be okay. Be okay that not everyone's going to like me. Wow. And I think in today's lifestyle on social media, everything is about the likes, the follows, the, even your social media account, you have to have lots of followers so that you can monetize. You have to, everything is about the likes, the followers. So it's quite difficult in this day and time to say, hey, I care too much about what people think because so much of what we do is based and built on what people think and to really find the balance between, you know, what is the professional side and what is kind of my internal need for people to approve of what I'm doing. I think that's such a big conversation to actually have and such a real conversation. No, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like being in the light or yeah, especially with social media and putting yourself out there. It's like you're programmed to care what people think, you know, like you think your video is good. You think your project is good. If it gets a lot of likes, if it gets a lot of attention. So it's so hard to, it's tough to have that perfect balance of, you know, like being aware of how, how your work, what you're putting out is, but then also like connecting back with yourself or God and being like, Oh, is this, is this, is this good? 
you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so pre-COVID, you're traveling the world. You are doing so much. Yeah. What does life look like for you? Obviously, your dream going forward for the next three years. What is it that you want to do? Do you want to pick up where you left off or will you be doing things a little differently? I have a few ideas, um, but we'll see which one I do. But I definitely do think I'm in the middle of a big like transition um, where... For the last 10 years, yeah, I've been doing a lot of cool things, but I'm just like, okay, what's, I'm hungry for something new right now. Absolutely. I think so many of us feel that way because we've had so much time to reevaluate our lives this past year. Yeah. Okay. Let's take it back a little bit. And okay. So you said 13 years old, you see your sister, you start dancing and you kind of go from there but of course when we start it's kind of hobby level right but how did it go from hobby to this is something more it's always fun in the beginning like uh whatever you're doing it always has to like bring you joy and um just something that you would do for free like i think if you would do your job for free then you know you're doing the right thing um and and that was it for me in the beginning like i just love to dance i love to get people together so it, it was never even my thought to make it a career. Um, and then and then when I was in grade 12, so it was my last year of school, I was teaching all over the city. And I didn't even care. Like, I didn't even care about getting paid. You know, like, I definitely wanted to get paid. I definitely, like, I don't know. I, I, I like to hustle. You know, like, if someone was like, this is how much you get an hour. Like, I would like to ask for more. But in the end, if I didn't get that paycheck, like I didn't even care. Like you can ask my mom. Um, she found so many of my checks just like under my bed or like I never deposited. So all this just to say that I think in the beginning, it's just falling in love with it. And then, and then everything else will follow. Uh, yeah. And some, when you get the order mixed up, I find those people aren't, I don't know, it, it never works out in the end. Sure. That's absolutely true. If you just chasing the business side and not the passion or the enjoyment behind it. Okay. So you get into adulthood, you yeah. know, you're in your early twenties. You're like, okay, I need to make this a career. How did you go from just having fun dancing to being with Backstreet Boys or being with Raven and, and doing these amazing things? How did it become this big dream become a reality? There were so many steps between, you know, doing this to choreographing for Backstreet Boys. Um, oh, there's so many. Um, I mean, even just moving to America was a whole like two, two year, three year process. Uh, yeah, so that was a whole process. Like I would just have to constantly go to L.A. and I was doing projects and doing videos and networking and, you know, assisting teachers and teaching classes Uh just to get to LA. And then when I got to LA, I had to, I had a platform because of what I built in Canada, but then, then it was another fight, you know, like putting work out there. But the biggest thing for me that really helped my career was putting myself out there and like filming my work and putting my work online. Uh, people say like, yeah, you can't, you can't go fishing. Like to catch a fish, you have to throw a rod out there, you know? Uh, so yeah, if you want to, um, you have to put yourself out there. You have to like meet the people. You have to write the application forms. Like for me, you have to, you have to make the content, like post the videos. 
but that was a big shifting point in my career was when I really started putting myself out there and not being shy about it too. That really helped me. Um, yeah. Help people like see me, see what I'm doing. Like, yeah. And some people are going to like it and some people are not going to like it, but that's just a part of like putting yourself out there. Absolutely. What would you say is that moment when you were like, Oh, I made it. Um, you, you knew that this was real this was actually a job. This is real. What was that moment for you? I don't know. I almost, I don't, when you say that, I almost immediately think like I never had that moment. Cause I think when you made it, you almost, that's when you kind of stop working when you're like, Oh, I did it. Like that's almost the end of career. Uh, but I, I get what you're asking, but that's like my initial answer is cause I'm so hungry. I think the best teachers are the best students, you know, and when you stop learning, it's kind of like when you stop growing. So I've never felt like I've made it. Uh, there's been moments in my career where like, I've looked back and been like, wow, I'm really proud of myself. Or I've looked back and been like, I've grown so much. Or I, I, I say like the decisions I'm making today, I would not have made three years ago. Like I'm really, I'm proud and grateful for how much I've learned. Um, but I've never, I've never thought like, this is it. Like I'm, I've arrived at the destination. It's actually so rare that someone says, yes, I felt like I made it. <laughs> Everyone is always, there's more, there's more. I'm not there yet. Grateful for where I am, but I'm not there yet. So that's awesome. I found that when people go on this journey and they want to progress and they want to grow and they want to move forward, there's usually this moment of revelation or urgency or this deep desire to do something bigger than what they've been doing before did you have a moment like that that said hey you've got to step out you've got to do the big thing this is it it's now or never go for it when I was trying to move to LA and I was trying to get an agency everyone told me no you know like I met with one they were like nope and I met another one and they said, nope. And then another one, they were like, yeah, we don't have enough people that believe in you. And I remember that like my world was just like shaken. And I remember I just laid on my bed and looked at my roof and I'm like, I was just devastated. But that was the moment that actually I got an idea, which was so pivotal, which I was like, you know what? I'm going to make 10 videos, like 10 videos as if I was a choreographer, as if I was hired. And then and, and I caught fire and then I emailed the best agency, which I never thought I would get. And I emailed them and they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you. But that if I had not gotten that no, and also I would have ended up with with a different agency, which you know, I guess it's I, I shouldn't say they're the best because that's that's um, yeah, just my opinion. Uh, but I would have ended up with an agency that, you know, I don't think I would have aligned as well as the one that I'm with now. So that no actually saved me from being with them and also inspired me so much. Uh, so, so that was a big push for me. Absolutely. That's actually such an amazing story because I think that on any journey, whether entrepreneurship or creatively, there's going to be those no's or people turn you away or you don't get the answer that you want. Yeah. And I just love how, you did something different. You decided to do something that you could do and how it actually opened the doors for you. Yeah. What would you say are your biggest 
challenges in today's life, being a creative and producing content constantly and constantly coming up with something new, what would you say are some of the challenges that you face? It's just being different, you know, and I think whether that's like how you see the world or even, you know, even in the clothes that you wear or how you choose to express yourself. I'm about to round up, but right before we do, for that person sitting there thinking, you know what, I've got these ideas, I've got these plans. Um, I hear you saying, put myself out there. Oh, I'm kind of, you know, in two minds about it. What is your advice for someone that has ideas and it's just ideas for now, but they'd love it to be more than just an idea? Yeah, you got to do it because you'll never write your 10th book if you didn't write your first book. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just start somewhere. And even if you fail, but having having worked out that muscle of having an idea and going for it, that's the win. It doesn't it sometimes it doesn't even matter like how it went or the outcome. But what matters is, is that you did it. And and it's practicing that that's going to help you achieve your dreams. And having good people, having good people around you that believe in you and that support you is everything. Like your yeah, relationships are, are the most valuable thing you can have. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been so phenomenal to speak to you. Where can people catch you and what are you up to in the coming weeks? I have an Instagram page. It's called it's it's just Alexander.chung. And I'm I need to post more, but I have that Instagram page. I have a YouTube page. Um, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be in LA and then I'm headed to Denver to do a, to teach and I'm headed to Canada for some work. But yeah, I'll, I'll be in LA and I'll be around. And now that things are opening up and we can dance together, I'll definitely be putting more work out there. I released a big video called slow up that I, I poured my heart and soul into. So it's, 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 it's five minutes long. If you have time, uh, watch it. Um, it's called Slow Up and it's on my, my YouTube page. Absolutely go and watch it. I've watched it. It is beautiful. And the whole, I'm still trying to figure out how you did the whole thing in the waves. And I was trying to figure out how, oh, yeah? <laughs> how all of that worked. <laughs> it's amazing. Go and watch it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for sharing your story. And I just know that people are going to be inspired and blessed by this. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe to Impilo Beyond the Spotlight podcast on all platforms as well as on our website, impilomedia.org. Then you'll never miss an inspiring, entertaining, and encouraging episode. That's it from me, your host, Lucia Dromat. Arise, shine. Till next time.